This is a presentation from Narara Valley Baptist Church, a church that's desperate for God and passionate for people. I'm, I'm speaking this morning, as you can see behind me, on being a welcoming church. And this is a message and a theme and an idea and a, a vision, if you want, uh, that I've been kind of thinking about, percolating, for I think about a year. So I'm very excited to be preaching on this this morning, because uh, this is a sermon that is a year in the making. You ready? Okay, good. Um, kids, if you want a kid's pack, you can get one. I'll try and be really exciting and interesting, but, you know, there's kid packs that are probably more exciting than me. Um, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if uh, you, you share the struggle that I have. I thought I'd open up with my personal struggle on this theme. I really don't like talking to strangers, which is a, an occupational hazard uh, for me as a pastor, because part of the job is talking to strangers. Um, it's something I've never been good at. Uh, I remember when I was a really little kid, uh, I'd go to the shops, uh, and my mum would, would say, oh, do you want to pay for our shopping? I'll give you the money, and you can go up to the lady on the cash register and, and pay the money. I didn't even have to talk, and that was too hard for me. Uh, I, I have a phobia of answering the phone. Uh, if you phone me, I might just not pick it up because I don't want to talk to a stranger. And if I don't know your number, then you're a stranger, at least until I pick it up and you say, hey, Johnny, it's Wayne. And I go, oh, all right, it's Wayne. All right, I'm okay now. Actually, I think I have your number, Wayne, so you're all right. Um, I've noticed in the last year and a half that I've been here at MVBC that there's a bunch of you here who are way better and way happier to talk to a stranger than I am. And I think that's awesome. Uh, I wanted to start with a bit of encouragement uh, that I see lots of NVBCers welcoming new people into our church, saying hi to them in, in the seats here, uh, saying hi to them out in the foyer, down in the courtyard area, over a coffee. And that's awesome. That's lovely. Um, I wish I was better at it. Uh, and so that's kind of where I'm coming from. My desire this morning uh, is that I... Johnny, the pastor who hates talking to strangers, I want to be more welcoming and I want us as a church to be more of a welcoming church because we can do better, I reckon. Do you reckon? Good. I had some feedback a while ago now, that I thought I'd share with you all. Uh, I've, I've anonymized the name of the person. Uh, this, is, this is unusual feedback. See, what happens is uh, that a, a, someone will come on a Sunday morning, they'll brave coming into a room full of strangers, and they'll come and they'll sit where you're sitting. Maybe they'll sit in your husband's seat. Uh, and they will in, hopefully enjoy the singing. Hopefully, they'll enjoy the message. Uh, hopefully, it'll kind of connect with them, and they'll think, yeah, this could be a church for me. But that isn't the whole experience 
of visiting a church, uh, there's the bit where you talk to people. And if you don't have a good experience with that bit, you just don't come back. And that's the end of it. And it's really rare for someone like me to get feedback from someone like that. They come once or twice, and then I never see them again, and I don't know why. Uh, But this one woman, who I'm going to call Amy this morning, uh, got to give me some feedback. Uh, We exchanged some messages back and forth, uh, and she said, I've I've decided to go to a different church, and I said, that's fine, I bless you into that, Uh, but do you mind letting me know why you just didn't decide to stay at Narara. And I was, you know, willing for her to say I didn't like your theology, uh, thought the, the, the sermons were offensive, um, you know, something about me, that would have been fine. Uh, but here's what she said. She said, we didn't end up going back to Narara. She came a couple of times. Uh, we, we went twice and just felt really left to the side. When you hear that feedback from someone who didn't land here, And the reason she didn't land here was that she felt really left to the side. How does that feel for you? For me, it makes me empathize. I feel that feeling. I've been that person who is at a party and doesn't know anyone and no one comes and talks to you. Feeling left out is painful, you feel excluded. You feel unloved. You feel unappreciated. And I think we're in a time, in a culture, in a society, where people are pretty wary of strangers. And, and the kind of common wisdom out there in the world is, find your people and stick with your people. Have your your close friends, your close family members, if they're not too weird. Uh, And they're your people, and then you just focus on your people. Uh, And strangers don't matter. Outsiders are unimportant. But when you are the outsider, that really cuts deep, doesn't it? When you're the one on the outside looking in, it hurts. Uh, Jesus said, do to others what you would have them do to you. Which I think in this context means, think about how it was for you when you were the outsider, when you were the stranger. Here at church, if you've joined in living memory, you can think about your own experience here uh, or in other situations in your life. Because we have a God of love, a God of inclusion, a God of welcome. And I think we as his people need to follow that. We need to be his representatives. We need to be people of inclusion, people of love, and people of welcome. But there is room to improve. I asked Amy... Do you have any suggestions? What could we do differently? How could we do better? And this was her idea, in her own words. One thing I would suggest is people just going over and saying hello and then finding someone to link in with them when they come back for the second time 
so that they can start connections. We were just stared at like a deer in the headlights and then ignored. So I think that welcoming uh, is, is this kind of, it's actually a bigger, more complicated topic than it first seems to be. Uh, I think when we think of welcoming people, we think of saying hi, smiling, being friendly. Uh, we even have a, an awesome welcoming team. Uh, we have people rostered on every week who are on duty to welcome newcomers to our church. They often stand out at the gate at the car park, they open the gate for people, they say hello, they say welcome, they smile, and that's awesome. But being a welcoming church and having a welcome team are not synonymous. There is more to being a welcoming church than just saying hi. And that was Amy's experience. She was like, the welcomers on the gate said hi to me, people were friendly, and then that was it. It kind of stopped there. And what she was looking for, do you see that key word there? Connections. She was looking to make connections, but she needed someone to help her with that, to help her to make connections. Uh, and that's more complicated than just being friendly and saying hi, isn't it? Let's look at what the Bible says. Um, I've gone to a few different places uh, thinking about what the Bible says. The first one uh, is from a book that we don't read very often. Uh, if you've got a Bible in front of you, uh, turn to the back page and then work your way a short distance uh, and you will find the book of 3 John. Uh, this is a tiny little letter that will be really hard for you to find with the flick method. Uh, it fits on one little page in your Bible. Uh, it doesn't have chapters, it just has verses. Uh, so this isn't 3 John chapters 5 through 8, that will be a huge Bible reading. Uh, this is 3 John verses 5 through 8. Uh, it's this tiny little book that is all about welcome. Uh, it's a letter from someone who calls himself the Elder, whose name we think is probably John. Uh, and he's writing to someone called my dear friend Gaius, whom I love in the truth. And it's just a personal letter between these two guys, between the Elder John and his dear friend Gaius. And he's basically saying... To Gaius, my dear friend, you are a great welcomer. You are faithful in what you are doing for the brothers and sisters, even though they are strangers to you. Isn't that encouraging? What a nice letter. They've told the church about your love, as in our church. When they went to visit your church, they felt really welcome. They came back and told us how good you were at welcoming them. Please send them on their way in a manner that honours God. It was for the sake of the name that they went out, receiving no help from the pagans. We ought, therefore, to show hospitality to such people so that we may work together for the truth. We don't know hardly anything about what's going on in this letter. You kind of have to try and reconstruct it and piece things together. Um, but what we can see here is that Welcoming people, showing hospitality to people, is how you love someone. Uh, in fact, that word for welcome is, is basically a word for loving a stranger.
The next example is from Hebrews, uh, chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. It says, Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters, and do not forget to show hospitality or welcome to strangers. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. You never know who's going to be that stranger, who's going to walk through the door. Uh, That's a reference uh, to um, a passage in the Old Testament uh, where Abraham has some visitors come to his little tent, campsite, place where he lives, uh, and he welcomes them. And, and he and Sarah feed them, and they sit and they talk for hours, and, and there's this lovely welcoming moment. Uh, and he doesn't know until afterwards uh, that these three strangers that come to visit him are actually angels in disguise. So what does a welcoming church look like? I've got a few thoughts Uh, a few kind of ideas, I suppose, (laughs) some practical tips. Uh, But they kind of go almost without saying. But I feel like I should say them anyway, just to kind of cover all our bases. Um, Say hi to strangers. That's number one. If you see someone in this church and you don't know them, say hi to them. It doesn't matter if they've come eight times already and they're not really new anymore, if you haven't said hi to them, say hi to them. Now, for me, while that's obvious, it's one of the hardest things on my list (laughs) because I find it hard to talk to strangers. But it's important uh, that people feel seen and feel welcomed. Second thing is, say hi again, by which I mean... That person that you said hi to last week, who you'd never said hi to before, if you see them again this week, say hi again. If you see them again next week, say hi again. If you forgot their name from when you met them last week, just say hi anyway. Just say, g'day mate. <laughs> right? We, we know how to do that. Um, or say, I'm really sorry, I've forgotten your name from last week, can you remind me? That's probably even better than just calling them everyone mate. But yeah. That sense of building a connection isn't going to happen in one week. Someone's going to feel new for as long as they feel new for, or as long as it takes for them to feel connected. So keep making that effort to meet those people and to build those connections. I do really like that word that Amy shared, connections. That's the key, isn't it? Number three, invite people to join you. Now, this... This, it won't be every single stranger you talk to at church. We don't want to bombard people. Uh, but, you know, if you have those repeat connections and you've talked to someone a few times, you might want to say, I'm in a connect group. Are you in a connect group yet? And they'll say, no, what's a connect group? And you can tell them about it and invite them to come and check it out. Just, just come once. You don't have to sign up to anything. Just come and visit, check it out, see if you like it. Uh, maybe you're coming along to the Life in the Spirit course, is another plug. Maybe you're coming along to that, and this new-ish person who's been a few times that you've built a little connection with, you could say, hey, you going to the Life in the Spirit course? 
And they'll say, oh, I've been thinking about it. I'm not really sure. And you say, well, I'm going. You should come with me. There's an invitation. Uh, or maybe you could invite them to something unofficial, <laughs> by which I mean invite them to your place for a coffee, for a meal. Invite them out somewhere to a cafe if your place is too messy. <laughs> or if you don't have your own place. Invite them out for lunch, straight after church. Are you doing anything right now? Do you want to come for lunch? It's not hard to do, is it? I mean, I think it is, but I keep telling myself it's not. And maybe I'll get better at it. And that final point is about working together to build connections, which is actually the, the one thing that Amy suggested we should do. Saying hello is good, but finding someone to link the new person in with making introductions for that person to help them build connections. Yeah, because maybe the person you're saying hi to, you have nothing in common with. But maybe there's someone you know in the church who's going to have lots in common with them. And you can help them make that more natural connection. So they don't have to have the, like, the awkward coffee with the person that they have nothing in common with, because you've introduced them to someone they have lots in common with, and they can have a coffee with them. We're a team. Let's work together. They're my, like, super practical ideas. Um, but really what I want to focus on uh, is the kind of overarching, or maybe underpinning. Is it over? Is it under? Anyway, this stuff. <laughs> this stuff. This is where I want to kind of leave us this morning. These are the, the key principles that come out of those Bible verses we just looked at. Uh, and, and from so many other Bible verses. I've got six of them. No, I don't. I've got seven. <laughs> seven of these. Uh, and they're kind of all almost like buzzwords. But if we unpack them, we might make sense of them. The first one is authenticity. And I want to stress this straight up number one. Uh, not that it's the most important, but just that some of you are sitting there going... I'm not an extrovert, Johnny. This is not me. I don't do this. This isn't, I can't. It's not true to who I am. It's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel forced. I don't want to work off a script and, and put on a show. I'm with you. 100% I agree with that feeling that I think some of you probably have. And what I want to say is you can do this authentically. You can do this in a way that is true to you. Uh, God has made us different. There's a diversity in this church uh, that is actually a key part of what will help us to become more welcoming as a church. You know, I said before about, you know, finding people that you have a natural connection with, and you no one, not, a new person isn't going to naturally connect with every single one of us. So if you're authentically you, it might really work, or it might not. But if we're all authentic, then that person who's trying to build those connections can find someone they click with. But if we all just follow the Johnny script of how to be a welcomer, we're all going to be the same, and they're not going to feel connected. So yeah, lean into who you are, the way that this makes sense to you, uh, and... Be authentic. 
But also, number two on the list is effort. And these go kind of push and pull, hand in hand. Uh, because saying, well, to be authentically me as an introvert means not talking to anyone I don't know. <laughs> well, that's not effort. That's kind of making excuses. So there needs to be a bit of both, right? We need to be authentically who we are, but we also need to push ourselves a little bit. Not so much so that we're putting on an act, but not, not at all that we just rest on our laurels and let someone else be the welcomer. Make that little effort, whatever that looks like for you, that little authentic effort to be a little bit more welcoming. The third thing is generosity. You see, I think that this, is, this unlocks welcoming for me, to actually reframe welcoming as generosity, to actually say, what I am doing when I talk to someone I don't know, even though I hate doing it, is an act of generosity. I am putting myself in an awkward situation. I'm doing something I don't enjoy doing that doesn't come naturally to me, that I find difficult, that I'd rather not do for their sake. That's generosity. That's giving someone a gift. I need to remind myself that this person needs me to make this effort. This person needs me to put myself in an uncomfortable, awkward situation for their sake. Generosity. Uh, number four, I think you might have picked up from our skit, is joy. This can be fun. This can be exciting. Uh, this can be a joyful task. Uh, it shouldn't feel like uh, something you feel guilty about or something you're forced into. Uh, this is something enjoyable. Uh, it might be more enjoyable for some than others. Uh, I think Jody finds this more enjoyable than I do. But I'm trying to tap into the joy of it. Uh, the fifth thing on my list is hospitality, um, which, again, one of those big buzzwords. But basically, hospitality is about making someone feel at home in the place where you are at home. Should I say that again? Hospitality is making someone else feel at home in the place where you are at home. So if this is your home, if this is your church, if you've landed here, if you've been here for a while, if you're like, yep, I'm in, hospitality is about helping someone else feel like that too, bringing them in to where you feel at home. But it can also be literally bringing someone else into your actual home. And I made a joke, a little flippant comment earlier uh, about, you know, you might want to go to a cafe because your house is too messy, but actually, you might want to just bring them into your messy home. Right? Is that so bad? Like, we could be different. We could be countercultural on this point and just go, you know what? At Narara Valley Baptist Church, everyone here has a messy house. Right? Do we? Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of nods. There might be a few neat freaks around. But most of us have messy homes, and I want to give us all permission to have each other in our mess. And that might be literal mess, like my house with toys all over the floor and dirty dishes in the sink, and, or it might be metaphorical mess, that your life is a bit messy, 
but you still bring people in. I would love our church to be more and more a church where we can bring each other into our messy homes. Uh, Almost at the bottom. The sixth item is listening, Um, which is, you know, really comes out of our skit before. Uh, It's important to listen to people. Uh, Listen to what they are saying, listen to what they're not saying, pick up their vibes, if you can read the vibes. Some people are really good at reading the vibes, some of us struggle with the vibes, but do your best. Uh, If someone wants to just sit at the back and check us out and be anonymous, then don't be too pushy. Uh, If someone's really looking to make connections and they're feeling lonely, then make the connection. (laughs) Don't just leave them on the side. Um, And listening is, is the important part of making that work. And the last thing on the list is the most important. I left the best to last. This is about God's love. We are to love others as He has loved us. We are to welcome others as He has welcomed us. So what are we doing? Well, uh, I've got some some practical stuff um, that I'm really keen on, uh, that I've been working working hard on with the team, uh, with Travis and Lewis and Rachel. Uh, we've been revamping uh, some of the, the nuts and bolts, the strategy, the, the, the stuff that happens kind of at this level. Um, we've already mentioned the, the, the new look info desk um, with an iPad and all that kind of tech stuff. Um, after the service, uh, I want to meet with anyone who's like, I've got a really big heart for welcoming. Uh, if you've been listening to this message and you're like, yeah, 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 this is me, this is good, I want this, I want to do this, uh, I would love people to actually kind of be um, on duty, uh, on a roster as welcomers. We have a welcoming team, uh, but I'd love to recruit some new people into that. So if you're like, I've got a big heart for welcoming, I want to be on that team, I want to hear about that team, I want to hear what's happening, um, I have a meeting. We're going to have a little meeting out in the foyer after this for those people. Uh, if you're an existing welcomer, please come to that. Um, and if you're a prospective welcomer, um, I invite you to come to that too. Uh, I've got a whole lot of new strategy, new thinking around what that team looks like and, and the things that that team can do and can achieve. Um, so, yeah, we are doing some stuff strategically on that level. More morning teas. Got morning tea this morning. Uh, more, more barbecues, uh, more kind of newcomers, afternoon tea stuff. We've already started doing that more often. We will keep doing that more often to help our new people integrate better and make those connections. Um, so, yeah, there is... I'm not just saying it's all on you. Like, I want to own some of this. It's my job, right? <laughs> um, that we want to do some strategic stuff. Uh, but really... The message this morning is about every single one of us. Uh, It's about these things. Being authentic, putting in the effort, coming at it with a heart of generosity where you're willing to put yourself out and make yourself uncomfortable for the sake of someone else. Uh, Trying to seek the joy in it and find the joy in it. Uh, Having a heart of hospitality, being a good listener 
and of course being welcoming people as God has welcomed us. Um, I'd like to invite the band up, if they're here. Oh, they're still here, good. <laughs> um, and as they come up, uh, yeah, I just want to kind of leave you with this thought uh, that we have been called and given the Holy Spirit uh, and given an identity in Christ to be people of love as we have been loved, to be people of hospitality as we have been welcomed and given a new home, uh, to be generous and compassionate. We uh, have been given so much, uh, and our theme this term has been all about uh, living out of that, overflowing from that. Uh, And so, I don't want this to be a guilt trip, I don't want this to be a shame on you, you're not being welcoming enough, Uh, but rather to kind of encourage us, encourage myself and encourage all of you uh, to tap into who God is and what God has given each of us uh, to lean into that and to overflow from that, uh, to be more and more and more a welcoming church. So can I pray for that before we sing? Let's pray. Yeah, God, uh, we thank you, we praise you, Lord, that you call us your children, that you welcome us into your family, Lord, that you, uh, you see us, you know us, uh, and uh, even when we are far from you, even when we don't know you, uh, Lord, you are calling to us and you are drawing us into your presence, you are making us feel welcome. And Lord, I pray that as welcomed people that we would overflow that welcome to others. Lord, that we would see uh, those that we don't know, uh, those who are strangers to us, and and we would be aware that they are not strangers to you. Lord, uh, that we would share your love, your hospitality, your generosity, your compassion, uh, your joy in authentic ways uh, that are true to who you've made us to be. And Lord, I do pray that this church would more and more grow to be a welcoming church. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been a presentation from Narara Valley Baptist Church, a church that's desperate for God and passionate for people. To continue the conversation, we invite you to join us Sundays at 9.30am and 5pm or on our website at www.nvbc.info.